You open up a manhole, at the bottom of which, you open up a woman hole. At the bottom of which, you open up a door, that is actually a sandwich, that you burned in your toaster oven, last Wednesday. You take a bite out of that sandwich, and it tastes okay. It's only then you realize that it's not food in your mouth, but instead an actual witch, made of sand, who has now sent you sideways into a half-dimensional plane for taking a bite out of her. The half-dimensional plane is one of those with no assigned seats, so you watch as half the passengers completely misinterpret the rules. You're sitting in a window seat. The window you're next to is closed with a small slit. The person sitting next to you taps you on the shoulder. They would like to know if you would open the window so that they could look out the window. You don't really want to do this. It's been bright outside all day, and you were planning on sleeping during the flight. But you're feeling the social pressure, so you cave and say okay, and you slide the window up. But when you do, you don't see the normal bright outside. Instead, you see the crepuscular light adjacency. I'm Luke Alexander, and I'll be guiding you through this alien realm. Some of the stories you hear will be long, some of them will be short, and all of them will be outlandishly bizarre, which in the crepuscular light adjacency means completely ordinary and unremarkable. Today, we'll be reading part 6 of a story called Catastrophe, subtitled Lord of the Flying Balls of Yarn. Let us begin. Reggie and Fluffy jiggled around in the caravan full of meowing cats. Not one of these cats, save for Reggie and Fluffy, had spoken a lick of English. They had only meowed the word meow. It was rather disturbing. Along with that, Reggie's bladder was noticeably filled, and the road below them was noticeably bumpy, making the entire experience altogether unpleasant and irksome. Reggie, having fully exhausted Fluffy's tolerance for conversation, turned to a puffy orange cat next to him and tried to start bonding. So, uh, seen any funny-looking humans lately? The orange cat looked at Reggie with wide, empty eyes. Oh, God. Oh, that's so weird how you're doing that. It's like you think I'm a human or something. Ew. This is creepy. With a loud bump and a thunk and a jitter as all of the cats shook around in the caravan like a bunch of ping pong balls, the caravan sloshed on to a smoother section of the road ending the unbearable bumpiness. Whew! 
What a relief, am I right? Fluffy glared at Reggie. You know, Reggie, I thought I already knew this, but it's becoming even more clear to me how absolutely impossible it is for you to keep your mouth shut for one second! Fluffy raised his voice so loud in such an angry hiss that all of the other cats in the caravan got very uncomfortable and started mewing defensively. Fluffy near hyperventilated. Oh, but you're right though, it's like I'm in a goddamn horror movie. These things are so strange. They're acting like some sort of weird, fluffy human child. Ugh, it just feels wrong. Honestly. Honestly, Fluffs, it's made me kind of look at my own life as a cat and how I act towards my humans, or acted. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's making me question some choices. And, and look at myself from a different perspective. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like these cats meowing at me like this. I know I don't like it. I want to wring their scrawny little necks. Oh. oh, Fluffs, look, you made that one sad. Look at how sad you made him. Oh, poor guy. Oh, no, no. I feel so bad for him because he made that pitiful little noise. Look at how big his eyes are, Fluff. He's so cute. It's Oh, God, what's happened to me? I'm a cat. That thing is a cat, too. Stop doing that. That's weird. Okay, I'm starting to feel really violated right now. Like, something about this just... It's making me feel really icky inside. I feel like I have goosebumps and then goosebumps on my goosebumps right now. I don't even know. Can cats get goosebumps, Fluffy? I don't know, Reginald. We always have fur. How could we look to see if we have goosebumps? Yeah, I guess so. Also, we're not really geese, are we? The caravan creaked to a halt, jiggling the cats around. Most of them meowed aimlessly. I really wish these things had a mute button. You know, they kind of remind me of Furbies. You know what a Furby is, Fluffs? Excuse me? Oh, I didn't realize. Well, my humans had kids, and they got them these toys called Furbies, and they were small and fluffy and really weird. They were like robots, and they would make all these creepy sounds, and I got really jealous because I'm the cat. I'm supposed to be the one making all the weird, creepy sounds. Am I right? Of course, now, now I'm looking at this, and I'm like, was I the Furby all along? I mean, God, this is how I acted to my humans, but it's just just making me want to vomit all over the place. Which, actually, I did that a lot, too. I vomited a lot. You know, vomiting was... That was a big part of my character. Like, okay, imagine this, Fluffs. So, my humans just got home, they've had a long day at work, and there's a big old blob of barf on the hardwood floor. But there's just... Just enough barf, just like a little, like, dribble of it that got on one of their nice rugs. 
So for the most part, I didn't make that big of a mess because it's on the hardwood floor, but there's a little bit on that carpet and it's just, it's just like a special way of saying, hey, I love you guys, you know? Reginald, I find you absolutely revolting. I would never. I only vomit on the finest of my human's leather shoes. And you should do the same. Assuming we ever get out of this hellish place. Reggie and Fluffy listened as they heard their captor human climb out of the caravan and saunter over to the cargo area. All right, kitties, it's time for you to come home. The human unfolded the thick canvas, shielding the cats from the outside world, and a flush of light clouded their vision. Their pupils adjusted into slits to see they were in some sort of foresty area didn't look too different from anywhere else they'd been, and also they were in the magical board game, so obviously they couldn't really recognize their surroundings. But what did catch their kitty eyes was that the human was wearing thick rubber gloves. All right, kitties, let's do this. The human reached a rubbery hand deep into the caravan and grabbed multiple nets worth of cats, including Reggie in one hand and Fluffy in the other. The human looked like a hulking mass of muscle carrying so many fighting, meowing cats in each of his grasps. You know, Reginald, I've never thought of this before, but this human's making me think that deep-fried human might be kind of delicious. Oh, I see what you mean. I, I kind of had that thought, too, but I thought it was really weird, so I wasn't going to voice it. Am I right? But I guess you did, so I guess we have to talk about it. I guess you are right, Reginald. Uh, well, this is terrifying anyway. Oh, yeah, totally. I hate this. Yes, me too, me too. The human carried the cats up to an imposing fortress. It was a fortress that looked like it was a doghouse. A doghouse that had been blown up to 200 times the normal size, and then crafted in the finest Victorian stylings, and then left dejected for hundreds of years, and then redone, and then left again, and then redone, and then left for an even longer period of time, and then cantankerously upheld in a half stasis where it was always a little bit in disrepair. The human laboriously stepped inside this humongous Victorian doghouse monstrosity. He stepped down a marble hallway with each step his arms getting heavier and weaker as the cats in the nets fought him and meowed, meowed for freedom. Soon enough, he was standing before a tall, gilded door. It was ten humans tall. Without setting down any of the cats, the human 
wielded his right fist and banged it on the door four and a half times. The half time, his shoulder kind of dislodged from the socket from the weight of the cats, so he had to jerk it back down and pop it into place. Then, the door swung open. There was a thin, purple fog from a couple of small fog machines dotting the floor of this chamber. It was beautiful. It looked like it was part of a church, but it wasn't a church for humans. It was a church for dogs. One kind of dog. A dachshund. And in the center, instead of some sort of chapel or altar or any sort of religious thing, there was a dachshund. He was hovering in midair. The dachshund was wearing a long, silky black cloak with a puffy collar that almost acted as a cone around his entire head. And the cloak itself draped far past his hovering body all the way to the floor like an exceedingly long wedding dress except it was a black cloak of course this dachshund himself had thick long vampiric fangs and clouded beady little eyes he let loose an obnoxiously loud bark and then Another obnoxiously loud bark, and then a third, and a fourth, and a fifth obnoxiously loud bark. Uh, hey, hey, I, I got the, I got the kitties for you, sir. I got the kitties for you, master. Another, and another, and another. And another, and another, and another obnoxiously loud bark. And then the dachshund spoke. Hmm, place the kitties down on the floor in front of me. And then get out of here with your smelly human self. And keep quiet. The human nodded and panting set the netted cats down in front of the dachshund. Then he hobbled out of the room. Oh, that's a good boy. I'll give you a treat later. Now, as for you, you poor little kitties. The dachshund looked discriminately at the cats in the nets. There were so many of them, so many of them for him to choose from. So many of their eyes, wide and beating like their little hearts. No, oh, these guys are all so cute. Which one of you will be good enough for me, Count Wiener Nicola? Uh, excuse me, what did you just call yourself? Bark! Who said that? Bark! Bark! Down here, little guy! It's, uh, it's me, Reggie! 
One of the one of the cats you kidnapped for whatever the hell it is you're doing here, am I right? Just uh just wondering, did you call yourself Count Wiener Nicola? Cause that's what I heard. Bark! Bark! What 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 is the meaning of this? You're a kitty! You can't talk, hmm? Well, I am a kitty, and you're hearing me talk, buddy, so unless you just had a weird break with reality, which honestly, I would believe if somebody told me that I had that, because I'm seeing a floating Dachshund sitting here wearing a cape, talking about how cats can't speak, and talking to his human like his human's a dog. It doesn't make any sense. What? Wait a second. What, what, what did you just call me? Did you just assume my breed? And then also mispronounce it? What are you talking about? You're a Dachshund, right? You know, a wiener dog? Forgive me for interrupting you, Reginald. Or actually don't, I, I couldn't care less. But I believe it's actually pronounced Jackshund. No, no, that is definitely not it. It's something like Dauxnamod. Dauxnamod? Dauxnamod. Yeah, you know, that's it, right? That is definitely not it. That's way too hard for stupid humans to pronounce, and I'm sure they say it all the time. So it's got to be simpler than that. That being said, you saying that has thrown my own pronunciation into question. Let me think. Maybe a... Is it is it Dakasund? Dakasund. It would be Dakasund, right? That's how do you spell it? Oh God, how do you spell it? Good, even better question, Fluffs. Let's think about it. I know it starts with a D, right? There isn't some other letter in the English language that would make a D sound, right? No, no. I I believe sometimes that people use J instead of D in the English language, so it has to start with J, right? Because it's one of those things where the spelling doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So it starts with a J. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Totally right. So so uh, daka Sunday thing. What you know? Whatever. We we know what we're talking about. Wiener dogs. So uh, J. I guess, I guess, and then an A? An A, right? No, no, no. Once again, Reginald, you're getting it all twisted up. See, just like you thought it would start with a D, and it actually starts with a J, you're assuming that the second letter in the word is an A, when really it is obviously an O. An O. Think about it. Da. Kasahund. Ah, it's an ah sound, so an O. Believe me, I'm I'm far more learned than you, Reginald. I I think I know what I'm talking about. Okay, so so we got J O. Are you sure about this, Fluffs? This really doesn't seem right when I try to picture it in my head. I really feel like there's a D in there and also an A. Oh, Reginald, 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 I always knew you were simple-minded. I always knew all that catnip just fried your brain right open. It's why I only do it once a year. Well, anyway, what's the next letter? Because for some reason, I was thinking it was like a K or a C and an H. Like, I was picturing like 
D A C H S H U N D. Like that that was the word I was picturing. I didn't know how to pronounce it, but that's like that's like the word I thought I was saying. Oh, Reginald, Reginald, Reginald. Okay. I'm going to school you right now. I'm going to school you right now, Reginald. It's J O X Z I N T. Wait. J O X Z I N T. Yes, yes, yes. So, how do you pronounce that? Joxind. There we go. We got it. Perfect. Perfect. First try. Told you. Yeah, that actually did sound pretty accurate. So what do you think, guy? Count Wiener Dog? I don't know what to think. I've never seen talking kitties before. Oh, well, wow. Good for you. Do we spell your breed right? Honestly, if I'm being honest, I'm not entirely sure. But I know it's pronounced dachshund. It's pronounced dachshund. You'll need to know that if you're to to, to serve as my, my kitties. Serve as your kitties? Well, yes. Uh, you didn't realize what was happening to you? No? Why would we? Nobody told us. Your stupid human just bagged us up and carted us off here with no explanation. Oh, oh dear. You'll have to forgive him. He's very stupid, even though he's such a good boy. But anyway, yes, you could consider this kind of a job interview to be my kitty. Well, actually not my kitty. You would be my twin brother. Count Hot Dogula's kitty. Count Hot Dogula? Reggie looked at Fluffy. Fluffy shrugged. I don't know. So, uh, Count Wiener Dog Kila? It's uh, it's just Count Wienerkula. Okay, uh, Count Wienerkula? You don't see that these names are kind of contrived? Count Wienerkula? Count Hot Dogula? I mean, those aren't real names. Well, if you were a vampire doggy, you would understand. Okay, I'll take that. Good, good. I'm glad you understand my position. Here is a floating vampire dogson count dog creature. Now, uh, what's your name, Fluffy White Kitty? that can also apparently talk. My name is Fluffy. Oh, well, looks like I guessed it. <laughs> you know, you guys have kind of stolen the show from all these other kitties. You know, I, I mean, I think these kitties are adorable, but they aren't saying anything to me. Why wouldn't you want a kitty that could talk? Oh, I have no idea why you wouldn't want a cat that could talk. Who wouldn't want a cat that could talk and tell you what's on their mind all the time? Like right now, I would really love to be out of this net because I've got this tick right near my butt. 
And I would just love, love, love nothing more than to just put my tongue all over that. You know what I mean? I, and I can give you these little bits of wisdom all the time, Count Wiener Dogula. I mean, all the time. I could go into this stuff at length, at any moment, whenever you want, even if you don't. Am I right or am I right? Am I right? I'm right, right? Am I right? Hmm. Uh, Wiener Dogula is uh, having having some some second thoughts about this this idea of having a talking kitty. I'm not sure if you'll be the the, the right fit for us, Reggie. Uh, Fluffy, you seem pretty calm and laid back. You might like this lifestyle. You look well taken care of. You look like you might enjoy being. Waited on hand over foot as a as as a royal vampire dachshund's vampire kitty. Hmm? Oh well, I hate dogs. I find them absolutely revolting. I find you disgusting. I can't stand you, honestly. That's not very nice to say. You're supposed to love me and be cute. Well, you're not gonna get that from me. Either. Oh, well, uh, jeez. Um, uh, well, well, these non-talking kitties are pretty cute, aren't they? I mean, look at their eyeballs. I, I, they're so big and bulbous and googly. You know, I guess, I guess I could just let you guys go and adopt one of these weird kitties that can't speak. I guess I could do that. Yeah, that might be a good call. That might be a good call. Then again, they kind of creep me out. Just being honest. That wasn't a pun, by the way. Me saying me out. You know, am I right? Meow, cat. I don't know. Some of you guys, some of you guys here in this weird, fantastical board game land. Board game land? Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you don't know about, uh, forget I said anything. Forget I said anything. I don't want to, like, destroy your worldview or anything. Destroy my world? What, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Is it a normal to be a floating vampire dachshund? It, that's normal, right? That's a normal... What do you mean destroy my... Forget I said anything. Forget I said anything. I was just joking. I was just being funny. See, I got the jester hat on. I'm hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, but very funny. <laughs> Board game land, so funny. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so funny to a floating count vampire dog dog. Yes, so funny. Speaking of dogs, I'm starting to think maybe I might want to get him a dog instead. Do you, do you guys have any recommendations for dogs? Recommendations? Do I look like I've had a dog? Yeah, really. Did I not just tell you I hate dogs? That's why I hate you. Oh, well, I, I just... I, I, oh, 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 no, enough of this. Oh, enough, enough of this insolence. Oh, 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 take them to the dungeon. Oh, take them to the dungeon. Oh, destroy them. Oh, I can't stand any of these kitties. Oh. 
Also, could someone bring me a sandwich, please? Ooh, with, with extra mustard. I really like mustard. Ooh. With that, a squadron of shiny, armored pit bulls marched into the room, each of them holding a spear. They pointed their spears at the cats. And then they realized all of the cats were still in the nets. So instead, they set down the spears, and each of them grabbed a cat. Then they marched them off, off, out of the room, through the hallway, to a side door, which opened up into a room that was painted to look like it was outside. It was made to look like a backyard. The sky was dotted with a couple of fluffy white clouds. There were a couple of trees that reached up to the ceiling. And in the far right corner was a small doghouse. It looked like a doghouse anyway. It was just big enough for the pit bulls to fit themselves and the captive cats inside. Of course, the second they stepped inside, it was not just some doghouse. It was actually a set of cobblestone stairs that descended into a dark, dense, musky, aired, catacomb-like place full of the howls of scared cats and dogs alike. Fluffy and Reggie thought they even got a whiff of brimstone as they were walked further and further down the staircase by their pit bull captors, who were now panting heavily as their noses could not breathe in very well. They were getting really worn out. Putting pit bulls in full body armor was really not a good idea. But then again, from what they could have glimpsed from their experience with Count Wienernicula, he was not exactly the brightest pet owner on the board game planet. Deeper and deeper, the staircase led them past caged dogs, caged cats. Sometimes there would be an empty cage and a lucky pit bull would swing open the door and toss a netted cat in. Soon enough, they were approaching what appeared to be the bottom of the staircase and it was just Fluffy and Reggie and their heaving pit bull captors in the party. Everybody else had been imprisoned. Reggie and Fluffy listened as their captors huffed and puffed and in a shocking development both passed out dropping them sindling their netted bundles toppling down the stairs rolling around and screeching and caterwauling 
in agony. Soon enough, Fluffy and Reggie pulled each other up and were looking up at the staircase. They saw the Pitbull guards, totally incapacitated. It seemed they had had a moment of grace. Then again, they were still in their nets, and they were in the bowels of some sort of doggy prison that with every passing breath reminded them more and more of a vet's office. From behind them, they heard an unfamiliar noise. They heard someone oink at them. Oh, oi, oi, oink, oink, hey, hey, you two over there, hey. Excuse me? Who said that? Reggie and Fluffy did their best to turn around in their nets. Oi, oink, oink, right over here, mates. It was a pig, a fat pig, in his own prison cell. You blokes want to get out of here? Yes? Uh, by the way, that's a very strange accent you've got. What do you call that? I'm a pig, mate. That's how we all talk. Okay. Just wondering. It's just kind of bizarre, that's all. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oi. Oink. We got this. We're gonna get each other's out of here. Mates? That concludes our story for today. Thank you for taking this journey through the crepuscular light adjacency. Remember, listen closely, and you just might not learn anything at all. Hey everybody, it's Luke again. I'm glad you made it out of the crepuscular light adjacency. That place is pretty intense. If you really enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening to it with so that you don't miss any of the juicy new episodes. And if you really, really, really liked this podcast and you feel inclined to donate more than the time you already have to it, then please consider going to anchor.fm slash crepuscular slash support. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash crepuscular slash support. If you're having trouble spelling crepuscular like I have, it's C R E. P-U-S-C-U-L-A-R. Anchor.fm slash crepuscular slash support. Check it out. All right, thank you for that. One more thing. I would also like to consider submitting some shorter episodes, maybe 10, 15 minutes, uh, just every couple of weeks or something like that based on prompts from people listening to this. So if you have just been listening to the crepuscular light adjacency and just start feeling really adjacent and really crepuscular and you just want to get into it, send me a one to two sentence prompt 
and I'll see what I can get together. If, if you want to do that, send it to crepuscular light adjacency at gmail.com. I'll have that typed in the podcast description. And yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for still being here. I really appreciate it. Talk to you again next episode. Stay crepuscular.